In this episode of the Christian Chemist Podcast, I want to talk about a personal testimony that really and truly was very surreal to me when it happened the first time, but it happened again more recently, actually exactly a week ago from today well the day of this recording and um, it has to do with the Holy Spirit protecting me while traveling to church and on both occasions so the one that happened a week ago was a lot more scary and jarring but the one that happened about a year or two ago it wasn't as scary it was just more you know like um concerning it's uh, the best word i could describe it and in both cases it was like the holy spirit was i would say impairing my hearing because even though i'm in the car or around the car that the person um, was in with me that was, you know, um, either saying things that were directly um, attacking me or attacking my my religion, which is Seventh-day Adventist. I couldn't hear them. And... I know it was a form of protection because those are the things that might have heightened my um, fear and maybe make me more like frozen and not able to get out of the situation when the opportunity ar- arises, right? So last week, I was on my way to church and well, because of the restrictions right now um it's only 50 percent capacity but the church is small anyway so um i'm able to go i don't really have to make it known that i'm coming it's usually enough to fill the regular people that come anyway so the church is about a street away from where i live however it's still a long ish walk so if i'm walking i might take about 15 to 20 minutes but if i get a taxi it could take like literally five minutes or less right so where i live it's not very common for taxis to be passing through that street um they more pass on the two main roads that the street connects to right so I usually just start off walking towards the main road closest to the church and if a taxi so happens to pass while I'm walking, I may or may not, you know, take the taxi. Now, also another thing to note because there may be people who are not from my country and not familiar with the taxi system here, you usually have cars with different letters on the license plate to 
dictate whether or not um, it is a taxi or private car or like a big truck or van right so for taxis the license plate would start with a h it's three letters and then four digits and then the private cars would be starting with p three letters four digits and then of course with trucks is t right same format so in our country there are p cars or private cars that act like taxis right and um it's very common in areas where there isn't like a taxi serving that area so where i live there aren't actually each taxi serving that area so it's very common for me to take a p car or private car to like either if i'm traveling home or traveling out back into the city right so i say that because of what happened next that this is a a common thing some people say well why did you go into the car if it wasn't an actual taxi this is like a normal thing especially in my area because there aren't much actual taxis working there and also the profile so in my area there are taxis that are peak private cars and it's usually older men of indian descent right so that is the profile and that's normal so when it is i was walking to church last week and a pika blow the horn right to signify that he work in taxi it was a pika i was a old indian man so i asked him okay i go in this street which is like a street over if he go in there and he say yeah come so i went in the car right and as soon as i went into the car i know that something was telling me okay try to find like exact change to pay this person that was the first inkling that i got but i was a dollar short so it's only five dollars to go there um because it's a short drop right and i had four dollars so i was like oh gosh i have to give this man a 10 and like, i don't know if he have change right and sometimes some of these taxis especially working through um the pandemic and you have to have like less capacity in your car they just want to like overcharge you right so i give him a 10 and no before i gave him a 10 he asked me if he could pass through um a side street to get to where i'm going because otherwise he would have passed he would have drive the entire street go onto the main road and then drop me by the street over from on the main road side but there is a side street that you could pass through to connect so i say yeah you could pass through there after i tell him that i give him the ten dollars and i see him put it away say yeah okay thanks i see him put it away and then he didn't say anything now mind you my the amount of time for me to reach to church is like really really short so it have some people they just do that they just take the money they don't say anything and then later on coming closer to the destination it's like yeah i'll go and get a change like they might stop at a shop and go and like change the money or ask somebody to change the money right but how he take the money and put it away it was like i was getting the feeling that he wasn't going to change my money he wasn't going to give me my change and then something also tell me like 
and I believe all this is the Holy Spirit. Like some, the Spirit was also telling me, like, don't, like, don't act up. Like, do ask for a change. Like, something, something was like something not right here, and like, don't aggravate this man, right? Basically, and then the questions started, and I would want to say. The question that he kept asking me from the after the time that I gave him the fear, it would have been about 12, not 12, sorry. It would have been about five times that he asked between the side street to the top of the hill of the next street where the church was. And it's like, I felt like it was almost every 10 seconds so he was asking me um he was saying i want to take you home to see my room to see my bedroom to see where i live i want to take you home um and i, I just asking and i forcing you can i take you home so i said no now, the first time i said no i was like is this man like joking like you know one of those really bad jokes uncomfortable jokes so i said no like normally first time and then when he when he turned the corner from on the side street to get onto the street where the church is so we at the we at the end of the street and it's like a drive to go up a hill and the church on the top of the hill right and he asked me to turn down here so again all of this is now um making me realize this man doesn't really drive taxi right he just picked me up so because he asked me like where places are and he didn't give me change which means he don't know the fare so at this point i'm like okay just i just want to get to my destination safe i don't know what's going to happen and i was getting scared and um he kept driving and slowing down and it was making me feel like if i was in a gear car like a manual shift gear car and i realized i know it wasn't a manual car because i could see the the automatic stick shift right but i realized that he kept slowing down ever so often to ask me the same question he wanted to take me home and oh I just asking, Anna forcing you, Anna forcing you. And he keeps saying that he's not forcing me. And I kept saying no. And every time he, he slowed down the car and he, and he made that same statement and asked me that same question, oh, he wanted to show me his bedroom. And I just kept saying no. But I never got like, like his spirit was telling me, don't like get loud. Don't like aggravate this man, right? Something was telling me, just don't do that. And then I said, it's right on top of the hill. Just drop me right on top of the hill. And in, a lot of thoughts was going through my mind. I was scared. I was um, thinking, okay, can I borrow, roll out this car? Or like, what to do? And I was just like, I'll make it. I'll make it, right? And after about two or three times when i was saying when i said no to his um 
questions, disturbing questions. Um, he was saying who oh, I was hurting him because I guess I wasn't saying yes, take me to your house to your to see your bedroom. Um, I don't know how that was hurting him, but I don't know. This man is like sick and demented, right? And when we reach now, he was like, I'll drop you. And, oh, one thing I'm forgetting. He was asking me, when we was in the side street, before we reached the street with the church, he was asking me where I was going because I had dressed, because I had to go and present on stage on church, right? So I had on, like, a shirt and, like, a work I, I literally wear, like, clothes I'd wear to go to work because um, I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of church clothes. I have, like normal clothes so I wash it and ask and I work type skirt right so he was asking me if I was going home and I said no ask me if I'm going to work I said no so then I just told him I'm going to church so and I usually say that to people so that they do come with you know weird advances but that didn't like deter him but he remembered that I was going to church because when we reached the top of the hill where the church is and I came out of the car I couldn't come out of the car because the inside handle wasn't working I had to put my hand and then he was like you gotta put your hand outside to open to come out right so in my mind I'm like well it's a good thing I didn't try to open this door before when I was driving see all 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 things is like making sense of things that um the holy spirit was telling me like not to do like so that's why it was a bad idea to try and open the door among other things because the car was moving but it would have alerted him that you know was trying to get out and i came out of the car scared right um rightfully so and i walked to the back of the car and then crossed the road to go to the church right and i could see him couldn't hear him so this is where the impaired hearing came in i could see him his body is turned to where the passenger side is but I am now around the and I could see I'm on the side with the the driver but he's turned to the other side with the passenger where I was sitting and he's like I could tell he's shouting because of his man his mannerisms but I can't hear him and I'm not that far away from him so I'm looking at him shouting into the air because I'm no longer there and I couldn't hear him. I could tell he was shouting, but I couldn't hear him, right? And then he turns to see me watching him, like, what's going on. And now he's shouting at me. And I still can't hear him. And we're not far apart, right? I had to read his lips to, like, to see what he's saying. And he was saying something to the effect of how he dropped me to church and 
not even a thank you or something like that like you know something to that effect is what i could make out so basically he thinks that he did me a favor dropping me to church even though i paid him twice the amount of money to get there and um was literally done under the guise of trying to take me back to your house and do whatever atrocities to me right i should have said thank you because you dropped me to church right um i should be thanking god because i made it to church safely right so but i couldn't hear him and the whole time when i was in church i was just thinking about the situation and um you know trying to calm myself down and stuff so it was really scary and um i'm not like a person that has no other options in terms of when it comes to like oh like i have to travel it's just that um the my other people in my family um always seem to feel like i could always just travel um most of it is just laziness on their part not wanting to have to come and pick me up or drop me or whatever but um that's why i'm in that situation most of that is that and then um how i grew up um it's a lot of like reproachiveness and that's why i don't like to ask people for drops and for rides and stuff because i've not had good experiences like people just throw that back in your face right so that's why i don't like begging for rides and stuff and it was probably safer for me to just walk all the way to church but um after that like i didn't want to travel for like the whole week i think i traveled the last time i traveled was home yesterday evening i traveled home and i traveled with i traveled with a guy that i don't know if he remember me but i had a, a dealings with him when it is he was talking to me and um realized that i was seven the adventist that was an, another thing but that's not the other story that i want to get into um the other story what happened two years about two years ago right so so what happened to me last week um happened to me as a converted seventh-day adventist right after i get baptized this one is before i got baptized and i was going to church so i was um reveal the sabbath truth and i started going to church on saturdays and my friend who is a seventh day adventist was like taking me to church but this this time he couldn't come and he was like travel and go to church now i was traveling to an area i didn't really ever travel to before so i made sure and go to the taxi stand for that area and then i went in a h car right now 
to me churches are usually landmarks well in my head so i'm like if this is a taxi going into that area if i tell him okay i'm going to the seven day adventist church in that area i'm thinking he's supposed to know where that is this taxi man like he didn't know where that was right and that is what prompted the conversation with another person another passenger who was in the front seat i was in the back seat and passenger in the front seat knew very well where the Seventh-day Adventist church was because he had a lot to say, a lot of negative things to say about Seventh-day Adventists and I knew that because even though again the Holy Spirit was like in peer in my hearing and I couldn't hear everything he was saying even though we in the same car so even closer now um he started like i was just hearing it like it was mumbling right i was just hearing like if it was gibberish and i couldn't understand what he was saying but i knew he was talking negatively about seven day adventists because i could feel the negative vibes and i could feel the fervor of his contempt right towards seven day adventists and i couldn't hear him he dropped out right before he dropped out by the market before the church and was telling the taxi driver where to go to drop me and he was very 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 upset and i knew that that type of thing would have made me question the religion that i was planning to convert to um like moving from a Roman Catholic to a Seventh-day Adventist and I knew it would have sour my day I knew it would have um, give me like some sort of pause or like you know look at stuff differently so the Holy Spirit didn't allow me to hear that or be privy to that to keep me on the path that I was going to baptism and I told my friend about it and he was like, yeah, that was the Holy Spirit. Like, there's no way you can't, you can't all of a sudden not hear and then, but your hearing is fine. It's like, I'm not hearing impaired. Like, I could hear just fine, but I just can't hear you. That's clearly um, um, supernatural, right? So, those are like two instances where the holy spirit was like protecting me from like i would say almost like a verbally abusive situation and then of course like what happened last week that was definitely like even more of a protection a protection um and i would say like in both cases i was on my way to church so there's also there's also that like i was on my way to the house of the lord so of course and in all cases but of course in particular i would say you know the angels were definitely protecting me because i could sense like the the disgust coming from both men it wasn't it wasn't normal it wasn't normal it's not like 
oh gosh, I just pissed off from like a person. It wasn't the the anger and stuff like towards me. It didn't make sense. Like why are you, you know, why are you angry? Um, coming from another source. So that's all I wanted to talk about today. Um, on this segment which would which is like about testimonies and stuff which i think is really important and i do plan to make other podcast episodes um going way more in depth on any scientific ties i could find in the bible i'm looking forward to that and i also want to break down stuff that i see on social media so science social media and the bible and you know oh, the spirituality yeah three s's i like that so look forward to those type of episodes but i think that these testimony episodes are also um quite important um because i remember i'm not a very um outspoken person or like a big public speaker so i don't like um going up on stage or testifying in church and stuff like that um but it had a time i went and i did one and i kid you not like it it connected so much with this one guy he's always remember me always um talk to me and he come to church he not converted as yet but he's come like ever so often i haven't seen him in a while though last time i see him was on the promenade and he asked to help for some help but um those are the things that people connect to like real experiences and real stories um yes of course you could connect to the bible but the most powerful um testimony is your own so i do want to incorporate episodes on that as well so what's the word i'm looking for um expect so expect more testimonial type videos in the future and um Let me know if you want me to talk about the other taxi man who was um this one I was hearing front and center <laughs> okay front and center I was hearing that one um if you want to hear about that I'll, I could talk about that in another episode so cuz let me know on social media So if you like this episode you you can share it on social media or you can share with the podcast uh, if you had any other similar experiences where you know for for a fact that the holy spirit was like heavily guarding you and protecting you um let us know right and look out for future episodes um i know that it i know that it would be a trial to keep this podcast going but i have like i have at least 15 episode ideas this one came to me because 
of what happened last week, but um, I heard that podcasts actually stop after seven episodes. I don't know why, but that is like my benchmark so i doubled it i have like 15 episode ideas so um definitely not stopping until all those 15 episodes are aired and um um oh, i'm taking this very seriously so i am going to be joining skillshare to learn about audio production and how to make my podcast sound better so if the sound is not really really good right now i plan to do as much as i can to make sure that it sounds good in the future because this is for god you know it's not like some airy fairy hobby thing that i'm doing on the side like i feel like this is my calling and what god wants me to do because god wants us to um when we become his disciples there are things that we are supposed to do like you know spread the gospel have the testimony of jesus christ right so for each of us it would look different and i think this is what it looks like for me obviously not everybody is supposed to go out there and start a podcast and you know spread the gospel that way it could be more so one-on-one it have the preachers it have the evangelists it have the church workers and have like the regular members and people who just any community so um this is more like easier for me to do like i could talk um i don't know if i could get on video yet (laughs) but i could talk um and in the comfort of my room where i'm recording not feel very um like you know the floor gonna like slip out from under me like when i go up on the podium on stage so this is what i could do at this time and it's comfortable and i really really believe that people need to be comfortable and you can't keep trying to force people to do things that are uncomfortable to them under the guise of oh to do it for the lord no god don't want us to be uncomfortable working for him but you know people aren't very um spiritually discerning these days and people also individually are not working on their personal um relationship with god they just go into church and it's just a habit it's not it's it's not personal you have to make it personal so it's making it personal for me and it's literally when i prayed and i asked god like what can i do i have to do something because this going to church and then trying to do bible study on my own is that not working that not cutting it like it needs to have you know you need to give me a project or something to do and this is what i was given to do so it helps me focus it it works with my personality um because now i have to go see bible i have to go read the different writings and create podcast episodes so 
that works with my personality now i have a focus and have something to do i'm going to be praying more reading the word more learning about god more and developing my relationship with him through doing these podcast episodes see see how that works for me so it's like you have to do the same thing and find out and talk to god turn to give him some give you something to do to keep you right so look out for um podcast episodes in the future i don't want to say as yet if it will be weekly i think i know i could commit to at least two podcast episodes a month but a weekly podcasting schedule i'm not too sure of as yet because i'm still learning the software and editing recording last time i recorded something i recorded something in garage band and i don't know what i pressed and the whole thing just it was gone it was gone so yeah we're gonna pray that that doesn't happen to this because i don't really want to relive um that traumatic taxi experience and talk about it again i don't really want to do that so Alright, so look out for later episodes and please talk to me on social media. I want I want this to be like, you know, not just a sermon type podcast. I want us to talk about real things in the world, things that young people are facing realistically, right? And see where the spiritual traps lie because all of us are like we're falling way short of the glory of god right so and we're battling with things and it's not being talked about and i want this to be a safe space where i could talk about things that people in the church seem to think that is taboo and this is what we we in spiritual warfare right now there's such a big generational gap in the church and nobody's talking about why and the real reasons why they don't want to talk about it right we as young people we know what we're dealing with and the older people want to like close their eye and feel like, you know, and excommunicate you because you can't get together. No, you're struggling with the same thing. And I'm pretty sure when you're younger, you didn't have it all the way to get to, together either. Right? So let's be real. And that's why I want this podcast to be real. Right? I feel like I tried to end this podcast like <laughs> 10 minutes now. So I'm just going to end it out. I'll figure out a better intro and outro and, you know, have music and stuff probably won't. But we, we'll see. We'll see with the vibes. You know, it, it just going to be real raw right now. Um, no, the fancy stuff. It's not like if I'm trying to sell something. You know, I just doing goals. What kind of trying to be like, you know, just sharing my experiences and like insights the truth i have oh i have this episode coming that i'm excited i'm really excited to do but i don't want to do it yet until i know my audio on point you know i know my audio on point but oh i can't wait for that one so look out for it